Welcome to Planting the Seeds here on SAFM. We're talking everything agriculture. My name is Asanda Matsaunyani. Thank you for tuning in. The Bureau for Food and Agricultural Policy has released a report titled Putting Plans into Action, Agriculture and Economic Growth. To discuss this, we speak to Tracy Davids, one of the contributors involved in this study from the University of Pretoria. Uh, Tracy, thanks for making time to chat to us here on on planting the seeds. Firstly, I'd like to ask, uh, the Bureau for Food and Agricultural Policy uh, was founded in 2004 and provides independent research which can be used for South Africa's food and beverage sector. Has the Bureau worked with the country's farming community? Yes, definitely. Um, We work very closely with the farming community. Um, In fact, we also have a number of farmers on our team. So we do a lot of work in both private and public sector, um, but much of it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the good information and the data that we get from a number of sources. So we get this, these sources include farmers, farmer groups, cooperatives, um, many producer organizations, and then also public and private sector stakeholders. The study notes that agriculture has performed well over the past decade. The sector expanded by more than 15% since 2005 and uh, with a peak at over 30% in 2014. What were the trends in 2014 in agriculture that we can learn from? 2014 specifically was a number of factors that came together um, to cause that peak, Um, but then there were also factors driving the rising trend over much of the past decade. So 2014 was a record year. Um, It came in a period of fairly high commodity prices globally, um, which induced expansion and, of course, the weather stayed along, so we had a very good harvest. Um, If you break the gross income down in the sector to the three main subsectors, you'll see that they all performed very well. So field crops, we had a record harvest across the board. So even if prices declined, producers had achieved high yields, so therefore they had high output volumes um, to do well even at lower prices. And then, yeah, a then the lower yeah. feed grain prices obviously helped livestock sector um, reducing their feed costs that helped them to expand. Um, and then the weaker exchange rate as well. So that supported livestock prices and then also made our horticultural sectors, which are very much export orientated, made them very competitive. Um, I think the key thing is the period over the past decade, um, our sector received a lot of support from the global environment. Um, so we went through the, the so-called commodity price boom from 2007 onwards, um, which was largely a result of, of U.S. biofuel development um, mm-hmm. and also strong demand from China, which had rapid economic growth. Mm-hmm. So while we benefited from this in the past decade, we maybe don't see the same extent of benefit in the coming decade um, from those factors. What we can learn from 2014, though, is even when prices are lower, one can be very profitable if you're productive, um, and productivity will remain critical going forward. Mm. And then a rapid decline in the past two seasons as a result of extreme drought was evident. What are the possible solutions that farmers can rely on in dealing with the after effects of drought? So the drought is one of those unfortunate things that the farmers can't control. Um, I mean, it's something that they just have to deal with as best they can. Essentially, finding a way to stay in business so that they can recover improves again. This year was the second successive drought, so you know people need to eat. So prices tend to respond quite significantly um, mm. when the crop is reduced that much. We saw that this year. So in a in a typical free market environment, the higher prices make up for the reduced output to some extent. Um, the problem is in areas where farmers couldn't get the crop in or got hardly anything off. Mm. Then the higher prices don't help much when you have no harvest. Um, 
but then yeah, going going forward, you know, once the weather improves, it comes back to remaining productive and remaining competitive in the global context. You know, we operate in that global market, so the ability to compete is still critical for long-term sustainability. How devastating has the combination of drought and the depreciating rand value really been to the farmer? Should the agriculture still be concerned that much? I think definitely. I mean, this is the biggest drought we've had in a very, very long time, and it was also the second successive one. Um, so the impacts have been very significant. Um, they've also varied across different parts of the country. You know, some parts of the country were much more severely affected than others. Um, so producers that were able to get a fairly decent harvest benefited from the higher prices, and, and they're typically okay. It's the ones that hardly got anything off that, that are really in trouble. But one has to remember that our maize area, for example, we only planted about 73% of the area we had in 2015, and there were similar declines in other major summer crops. So many planted significantly less than normal, and others not at all. Um, so those, you know, those are the ones where the drought's impact is the worst. Um, from the exchange rate perspective, um, the impact is twofold, really. Um, mm. it, it, it has been one of the major factors increasing prices. Um, so in that extent, it's probably helped farmers a little bit. Um, crops like maize, which we would normally be exporting, when we go to a net importing position, that already causes a significant jump in prices. And then when the exchange rate's weaker, it still makes imports more expensive. Um, so from that perspective, it has increased prices. Um, on the other side, we also import many of our inputs. So the weaker round also increases the cost of inputs. Um, mm. In a normal year, if you're productive, then the benefit on the output side is more than, on, than the cost on the input side. But then in a drought year, when you're going to have the same yield effect, that's not so much. That uh, was Tracy Davids uh, from the University of Pretoria, one of the contributors to the Bureau for Food and Agricultural Policy. They did a study there titled Putting Plans into Action, Agriculture and Economic Growth. So we are dissecting that. We will continue this conversation tomorrow with Tracy. From me, Asanda Mazzaunyane and the Planting the Seeds team, goodbye for now.